trying to make sure I got everything in order. Welcome, welcome to the show. It is me. It is me, your, little, your girl, Laborley, a.k.a. Cat Lee. And, oh, wait a minute. That ain't even the right one. But y'all already know what time that is. <laughs> Don't play with it. You have now tuned in to Ambitiously, the podcast. All right. So, today is Wet and Wired Wednesday. We're mostly wired these days because there's a lot of bullshit going on in the media, especially with these music industry mother... I'm going to shut my mouth. But especially with these music industry types. Um, and so we are going to finish up on Mr. Reed because there's some interesting things here that we didn't get to cover yet. And I want to talk about it. And then hopefully we'll have enough time to discuss Idiot Boy Diddy. But we want to say... You want to see what we're working with tonight on the top. Um, <clears throat> first things first, let's address this. Hi, Doc, honey. Don't know if you're here now, but I know you will be eventually. Hi. Hi, boops. Um, anyway, there's uh, a few things before I get started I want to say, and we're going to get that out of the way right now. First things first is you can always join the conversation, honey. You can. You could drop a comment, you could call in, you could text. The number is 443-850-4828, 443-850-4828. You can ask me to drop the link, and as long as you're on your best behavior, I'm all for letting you on this here platform. But if you come up here acting crazy, I'm just trying to tell you. Now, I really should go back to her. I don't need you for the rest of the night anyway. I'm getting that all day long. Better believe it. But the phone line is open. So feel free to call in. You'll be on air live. People will hear you. Also, you should probably be on your best behavior now. But anyway, also remember to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. We need every like, every share, and every subscription. Um, they're greatly appreciated. Thank you in advance. All right. Now that I got the uh, bullshit out the way, let me put this back on the screen. And we're going to get into it. Like I said, like I said, it is wet and wired Wednesday. And again, we are probably a little bit more wired than we are wet right now. Why well, don't I? I might be in a, um, I don't know, I don't too much information, but that's what we're doing today. So last time we spoke, <clears throat> on this type of subject matter. We were reading the um, the case documents for Mr. L one, Mr. L.A. Reed. Um, and as you know, we've already, okay. Yeah, let me see. Let me make sure where we, where we're supposed to be. Okay, hold on. Just wanna make, I remember what we left off for. Okay, no, so we too far in advance. Here, I think we are right about here. Let me see. Yeah. See, it's a lot of, um, and I try not to uh, give y'all too much of the jargon because when it comes down to lawyers, you're always going to get a lot of jargon because they have to fill the freaking document in order for it, be, it to be a case. So they're going to say all the things that they're supposed to say. Um, and that's that. All right, so, but 
I know where we are. Okay. So, yeah, this is exactly where we are. Last time we spoke, she was getting on the plane. I mean, she they had went to the company retreat out in, um, I think, Puerto Rico. Yeah, in Puerto Rico. Um, and she kind of got clingy to her assistant because of what happened in the plane. If you don't know what happened in the plane, he did her grimy in the plane also is what she's alleging. I don't know. I wasn't there, but this is what they say in the court documents. I'm just reading what, what, what is here and breaking it down for you. Okay. So that's the last thing we talked about. So now I said we were going to get into Mr. Reed's second assault on Miss Dixon. Listen up. It's interesting. So once back in New York, Miss Dixon continued to avoid being alone with Mr. Reed after um Miss Dixon learned Mr. Reed's patterns and characteristics. She used that informa- uh, information to avoid him while trying to be cordial and do her job. Oh, see how they cushion it up. They make it all cute and stuff. Um, so she attempted to dodge his um over his overtures without defending or upsetting him. Because of course, we thinking about this. What's gonna happen if okay. A little phone down ain't going off. But what's going to happen if she upsets Ali Reed? And this is her boss. Just keep that in mind, okay? Um, so Miss Mrs. D- uh, Ms. <clears throat> Ms. Dixon's reputation at Arista under Clive Davis was stellar. She only had a few months left on her contract. Them big wigs, boy, I tell you. Um, she knew... Well, the pitfall of resigning and rebuilding. So Miss Dixon tried to just do her job. Ah, shocks. Hi, honey. It, it is not media my day, Doc. What is going on with you, honey? This girl ain't saying what is going on with you, honey. Yeah. We don't do this on media Mondays. We tell everybody else's business. But we're going to tell Ellie Reed's business tonight because that's what we're doing. Um, so though she tried to navigate, um, the treacherous balance between maintaining a working relationship without succumbing to Mr. Reed's sexual advances, Miss Dixon was, um, unsuccessful, unsuccessful at keeping Mr. Reed happy. Mr. Reed retaliated against her by embarrassing her in front of others or otherwise being cruel and unprofessional. Ms. Dixon began to plan her escape, but unfortunately, not before Mr. Reed would assault her again. Yo, that shit read like, I'm sorry, excuse my language. It's too early for that. It's too early. But did you just hear what I just read? That reads like a good, intense um, novel. <laughs> You know, one of those, um, the, the books that our mothers used to read back in the day. They had them laying around the house. That's what that read. Oh my gosh, this is titillating. Although it's some fucked up foul shit and I can't, um, it's too late, Doc. I'm over it. But it's some, some foul stuff going on. And plus, it is a warning on there saying that this is not a podcast for children. At all. So... If there is some kids in the room, you need to get them to exit. This is not for the week. And what I'm reading is not for young ears at all. 
small disclaimer. Um, so oh, that was crazy. Mr. Reed would have not be unfortunately and not before Mr. Reed would have sought her again. That's crazy. So one even evening, several months later in 2001, after a work event in New York City, Mr. Reed insisted that Miss Dixon join him for a ride to drop her at home so they could continue to discuss work and he could listen to some of the music she had been waiting um waiting for him to review. Ugh, see, that's how they get you. I need you to come and listen to this song with me very quick. I need to see, because I don't know, it might need some changes, but, you know, you got a great ear, and, you know, <laughs> and you're in charge of this project because you are, in, in fact, the head of A&R. You feel me? That's why I tell y'all, $75,000. You don't think this girl could get $75,000? I told you last Wednesday that she graduated from Stanford University. You know, the Ivy League school. And then she had a long stint within the music industry. You don't think she could get $75,000 and that's all she's suing for. She's making a point. All right. Um, so anyway... <laughs> Let's get back to this craziness. So he got in. He got her in the um, you know, little car they got. Whatever. He trying to make sure she get in there with him. But including a demo of a promising young singer. Her name was Alice Smith. Um, it was commonplace in the urban music industry to listen to music on cars, stereos, which have a different sound and experience than listening to music in the studio or even on great speakers in the office. And that's true. You ever took a, it like, it's, it sound different. And especially when you are the creator of the sound, it sounds different to you when you go listen to it elsewhere. Like if I listen to this podcast on a phone, like on my phone, it's a different experience than it is <clears throat> me hearing it on in here, which I do that too. But, We'll continue. Um, so, jeez, Mr. Reed also <clears throat> prided himself on the custom state-of-the-art sound system he had installed in his car. Oh, shucks. I can't even say what I was thinking because I've been already cussing enough. Okay, so Doc, <laughs> I'm trying to maintain Doc, but I'm, I, I got to let it go. Um, yeah, sonic environment changes the vibes. It does. I'm real, real talk. It changes everything. Um, so, but about him and his little stereo system and his car that he's so proud of, I'm just going to say it made him feel like he had a big, a big Johnson. That's what that says to me. Like, oh, I'm so proud of my, my stereo, my, <laughs> my sound system. You got to come listen to it with me. That's, a masquerade where he's trying to compensate for something out that he lacks. I'll continue. Um, so Mr. Reed also, okay, so we already got past that. All right, since it was not a very long ride, Miss Dixon knew Mr. Reed's driver would be present, so she agreed. She also knew that if she continued to avoid Mr. Reed, she was never, um, she would never be able to get anything approved 
uh, approved for her artist. Mm. Like I told you, it's, it's hard out here for girls in the game. I'm trying to tell you. I'm going to continue. <laughs> be some crazy stuff going on. I'm just trying to make us be great. How you going to be a hater like that, though? Um. So she knew his driver would be present. Um, she was wrong. Shortly into the ride, Mr. Reed again, without Miss Dixon's permission or consent, began to grope and kiss Miss Dixon, who was um, <laughs> squirmed and pushed. Um, squirmed, who squirmed and pushed him away as Mr. Reed's um, driver stared straight ahead. Um, when Mr. Reed complained and became visibly irritated with her back. Um, her lack in complacency. Ooh, Miss Dixon froze. Mr. Reed again did it. Oh my gosh, he stuck his finger in there again for the second time. Remember, he did that when they was on the plane. Oh my gosh, Mr. Reed, Mr. Reed. Um, so he stuck he and started playing with it without her permission. Um, I I don't want to read all of that. Uh, once the car stopped in front of her resident, Miss Dixon jumped out of the car while taking um t- while taking care not to anger Mr. Reed because by the time um she felt trapped. Um by that time she felt trapped. So as soon as she was alone in her building, she cried. After this assault, Miss Dixon um intensified her efforts to avoid Mr. Reed. Uh she knows that the repercussions at the time of saying what what the hell is in that and hey, again y'all I swear I'm tired of it uh, but anyway back to what I was saying all right so she knew the um, repercussions at the time of saying um that she was a victim of assault at the hands of another mogul um would be the ending of her career now remember the first mogul she said assault to her was Russell Simmons She's probably the reason why he went to, went to Bali and never came back. To be honest, it was a couple of them, but she is adamant. Um, so how you get sound system to a Johnson? Um, crazy connection. I explained that though, Doc. I basically told you sometimes when fellas get a little braggadocious about certain items, materialistic things usually, it's because it's compensating for something else. Um. That's what I said. Um, but you know, you know, you know, that's horrible. Um, a horrible position to be stuck in. Yeah, it is. It's definitely. Dang, I know. I had to skip through. It's a little. Some of it's a little triggering. You feel me? <laughs> I had to skip through a couple of things. Um. So where we at? All right. So the car stopped. Uh, she had to get out of there. As soon as she was, uh, she cried. I, I read all of that. Um, she knew the repercussions of saying that that happened to her and in, in her career because of Russell Simmons. She already accused him, but I don't think at this time she had accused him yet. Um, the blame would be, um, the blame would lie at her feet. Sounds about right. Um, let's see. She only um she only told her life coach, Ms. Dixon began seeing a life coach a few years into her career at Arista. 
while she was still working for Clive Davis. Dixon continued to meet with the life coach on a weekly basis through the end of her um, tenure with uh, with Reed. Miss Dixon only told her about the assault and harassment. Um, so, oh, child. So she didn't even tell her about how difficult he was making it in the workplace. That's crazy. Child, child, child. Um, so it goes on to say the same thing. Like he kept on harassing her at work, started making it hard for her because I don't really want to go through all of this, but he made, made started making it really hard for her to work other places um, and other things. And then it talks about the long-term impact. Okay, I'm sorry. I was wrong about what school she graduated from. So I'm 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 gonna correct that right now by reading this passage right here. But I want to address that I I but even even I stated the wrong school. But what I'm about to read, even either school, you don't think she could get seventy five thousand dollars? I'm just saying. All right. So in two thousand and four, after she graduated, okay. So no, she went back. So she did go to okay. Okay, 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 okay. He had a trap. He did have a trap. I mean, it's really hard when somebody has control over your career and they feel like what you got, they can take. And that's, and that's why I said some of it got a little triggering. You feel me? I had to stop reading it. But, uh, you know, sometimes certain, and it's not all men, and I hate when people put people in a box and be like, oh, well, if that that dude do it, somebody else you he'd do it too. No, 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 no. Some, not all men. There's some great men out here. Some awesome men, especially the black men, especially them. But it's a lot of idiots out here too. And for some strange reason, they feel entitled. And when it comes to women, and her presence and her being, they feel entitled too even though they have no right to nothing. And L.A. Reed is striking me as that that dude, that guy. Again, I already stated what I said about the radio. I said that for a, well, his, his sound system. I said that for a reason. And it's sounding like the more we read through this document, the more it sounds like he's a dickhead. Excuse me. I can't say it no other way. I've been trying to hold my tongue and be professional, but I, my professional tongue in this podcast is me saying what the fuck I feel like saying, and it's 9.48, so I'm just going to go with it. Um, <laughs> he's a dickhead. That's that. All right. So let's get to the long-term impact on Miss Dixon. In 2004, after she graduated from Harvard with honors, so she went to Stanford and Harvard, She's a bad motherfucker, but you go ahead, shorty. Um, but anyway, so she graduated from Harvard with honors. So this was in 2000. So she already had graduated from Stanford. So I didn't have to correct myself. This is updated information. Uh, Ms. Dixon would try again. She came back to the music industry, but under different circumstances and leadership. She joined John Legend as a general manager at um, Homeschool Records. 
Um, there, she worked with John to um, to co-executive produce Estelle Estelle Sairway, um, U.S. Sairway's U.S. debut album Shine. Um, she also she was also involved in um, every aspect of song selection, recording, mixing, mastering the album. She's also um, suggests she also suggested Kanye West as a feature on American Boy. See what I'm saying? Like no matter what you try to do, and Doc, I know I tried to hold it and I couldn't stop, but he's a dickhead. He is. I, I I tried. Just give me that much. I tried. It's very hard to read this shit and not fucking cuss his ass out. Little piece of shit. Um. Anyway, so she helped arrange and she suggested Kanye West for American Boy, which is one of my favorite songs. I still love that song today. And the crazy part is my my daughter watched a show called Steven Universe. Some of you might know about it. But she watches the show Steven Universe and Estelle does um one of the voiceovers for one of the characters. So I love Estelle. I think she's great. But anyway. Um so um and she arranged for him to record his vocals at Platinum Sound. Um, Ms. Dixon worked closely with Atlantic Records staff on marketing and promotional aspects. Uh, the release of American Boy, she was a part of that and all that. She did the launch party, all of that stuff to make her a global star, which I think she, she didn't do too bad of a job considering the, the circumstances she was under. Um, Unfortunately, by that time, American Boy won a Grammy. Miss Dixon had already left the business. Dang, that's my style. When the Stealth album project moved from the recording stage into the marketing and promotion phase, Miss Dixon had to shift her time from the recording studio to the record company itself. Uh, many of her top label executives at Atlantic happened to be her former colleagues at Def Jam who were close friends with both Russell and Ellie Reed. Ha! Damn, y'all. She'll catch no breaks, you Like, she'll catch no breaks. That's crazy, y'all. She don't catch no breaks. Alright, so I'm gonna skip through because it's a lot. It's just gonna talk about all the problems that she had after this, but just me reading what I just read tells you about what the hell her life... Her colleagues... She working with at Atlantic, which were her colleagues <laughs> from Def Jam and probably Arista. You feel me? And everybody cool with Russell Simmons and everybody cool with L.A. Reid. Where do you go? Where do you go? Where, where do you go? You got nowhere to go. It's like a uh, 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 non-docile bird trapped in a cage. <laughs> She's like, get out that bitch. Where the fuck do you go? Like, where do you go? It's crazy. But anyway, so, um, then I talk about her deciding to go public, which I get it. And like I said, everybody keeps saying that, um, and I think we done with this, uh, Ellie Reed case. I just wanted y'all to hear some of the, Born filth. 
that was in this document. Now, crazy part is, because we got to talk about Diddy real quick. I'm not going to spend too much time on Diddy because I got, what happens is, well, one is, if you are living under a fucking rock right now, then you don't know. But everybody knows that Diddy got hit with a um, fourth case. And this one has a 17-year-old girl, a good old gang of men doing stuff to the 17-year-old girl, members only club. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, doing a lot of stuff to this girl and um, I haven't gotten my hands on those documents just yet but we already know I have the Kathy documents um, but the day I happened to uh, stumble upon I think it's the second case documents so we gonna go through that and see what, what's going on with that it's a damn oh, what the hell <laughs> but we're going to go through that and see. It might be my plans, no. Um, We're going to go through that, and we're going to see what we can dig up in that document as well. There's a couple of other cases I want to cover. Like, I was supposed to still be, oh, I got to work on that one, too. Um, Covering that Jimmy Iovine, too. We're not going to sweep that under the rug. Like, that needs to be talked. If we're going to talk about all the Black men that are out here doing foul shit, then we're going to talk about Jimmy Lewis white ass too or whatever the fuck he is I, we know what he is but I'm just not going to say that because I happen to be of that same religious denominator but uh, his little white ass going to get it too you feel me we going to talk about all these dudes we going oh we going to talk about it and so with all right I got going okay, I got a few minutes with and I'm glad you said that doc I'm glad you said what you said. Uh, with all of that happening, you know, I, ain't nobody fucking with him business or us right now. So he in the shamble right there. So he ain't giving out no money. Um, I really don't think anybody that got remaining people who got publishing with him is going to um, get anything. Your royalties back. He, he, it's going to be a tight ship for him. You feel me? Um... Because money don't last hours. You got to live. You got to spend. You know what I mean? And he done became accustomed to a certain kind of lifestyle. But he going to have to cut back. Um, but 50 is on his neck. And I, 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 this is crazy. So what was reported today? Damn, where's my phone? Because I, I saved this just for this conversation right here. What time is it? All right, I got time. I got time. I saved this. This one thing particularly because I knew we was going to have to talk about Diddy and his, and his bull. Yeah, there we go. Thank you. I don't even, I was going to put it on the screen, but thank you. Thank you very much, Doc. You beat me to the point. Fifty said, he's a, you don't play with 50. You don't play with 50, y'all. 50 said, he's going to do this documentary and it's going to be juicy. Uh, it's going to be juicy because 50 doing it. Um, he's going to do this documentary on Diddy and donate the proceeds to the victims of Diddy. Does Cassie fit in there too? Because she a victim. She the first one to come out. And she just did. She got a lot of money. You going to slide her to 50? But um, <laughs> how that's like him. Well, this a whole other 
level of you gotta say he might be maniacal. He might definitely be a maniac. I try not to call people names though. I try not to. But just think this this the same man that said he bought the first three rolls at a Ja Rule concert <laughs> and left the seat the seats empty. I believe when 50 say he's gonna do something, oh he's gonna do it, baby. I believe him. So just be looking out for the documentary. <laughs> he said this is above petty. It's villainous. It is. But what has 50 always been since he's been out? He's been the fucking villain and good at it and loves it. And it's a great thing because for us, it's entertainment and it's funny. Yeah. I don't think Drake could ever get on his level. That's why his name is Petty Boots. I don't think you can get on 50 level. <laughs> I don't. I don't. So, yeah, Drake will remain petty boots. I'm going to go with Yas 50 Cent is the fucking villain, but he good at it. And he know he good at it. And it's been working for him thus far. So who's going to stop him? Nobody. Not a damn soul. Nobody. So we're going to continue to go through this Diddy saga because it's interesting. It's really like something you would see on a soap opera. It got all the plots and the twists and the turns. It's really like a soap opera. And Diddy is the devil in the soap opera. He's the fucking devil. Let them explain it. He definitely made some people mad, though. I ain't gonna... He made some people mad. And I don't know, maybe L.A. Reid might have made a person mad or two as well, but it's more so Diddy pissing people off. It's more so him. I think we done with the L.A. Reid case until we get some updates on it. I, I explained what he was doing to her. Um, but Diddy, he pissed some people off. And this is where his downfall, his, his downfall comes in. Real talk. So Doc said, I agree. Craziness in the industry right now. Yeah. But again, me personally, I'm not just going to go after the black man. I'm going after whoever's, whoever did it. If I can get the case, we going to talk about it. I don't care. I don't. We gonna, but we're going to go with facts. We're not going to come and just be adding stuff to the situation that's not true. I'm going to read from the, the, the freaking case documents. I'm not going to just go based upon what everybody else is saying. But I am trying to get my hands on the last two cases. But the weird part about that is they got them under Jane Doe. So that's like, a, a, I'm fine. There. Trust me. Um, <clears throat> yeah, definitely, ladies. Definitely, doc, you ain't never lie. You got to be safe out here. Wow, that's why I move how I move because there's some crazy nut cases out here. And then when I do move out here, I'm strapped. So I don't think nobody wants this work for real. For real. You ain't going to take my little cookies. They mine. I give them out as, as I feel like it. You don't get to take it. Nigga, we here ain't fight. And I fuck it. I'm just not going to have no career. I'm going to find something else to do. It's other stuff you could do besides working in the music industry. It's just that's what she. You know what I mean? Had done. So that's what she knew. You feel me? But um, 
yeah. No, I'm not doing all of that. So anyway, let's keep it moving. Um, yeah, but we gotta work our way through this Diddy situation, and I think that it's going to take a whole show. Probably we we not going to revisit the Cassie thing because I think everybody knows exactly what he did to Cassie. What she said he did that he at this point he did it. allegedly, but at this point he did it. I know he did. That girl ain't like him like that. She was she was not checking for Diddy. She was with Ryan Leslie first. You feel me? She was not checking for Diddy. And then everything makes sense. Everything makes sense in her documents. And that's why I'm gonna go with yeah, he did it. Um one is Kid Cuddy Call did get blown up. <laughs> it exploded in front of his house. Um, there's a couple of things from that situation where I'm just, yeah, he did it. But she wasn't checking for him. Oh, Ron Leslie. I was getting ready to get to that. Now, in that court document from the Diddy situation, um, there was a, um, an excerpt out of there where it says that, um, her ex-boyfriend, whatever, his laptop got stolen. Well, I'm going to the doc. Ryan Leslie's laptop got stolen. He was offering up money for it. I don't know if y'all remember that. I do because I'm I'm an, I'm nosy. I be in a no. But yeah, it all he did it. Um. So you hear about Kamor Lee Simmons' house caught on fire? I did. I was gonna talk about that on perhaps media my day, but we could talk about that now. Man, I did hear about that. I also heard that now her her kids are in hiding. Cause it's, it's it's sticky out here. You feel me? It's looking real crazy. But then the stupidity, if he is making moves like that, of him would be for him to do some shit to her. <laughs> Cause you look obvious right now. You look like the fucking culprit. And we say 50 is a villain. I don't know. He might be a superhero in disguise. Think about that. You say he a villain. But he's fighting against evil. So is he really a, vi- a villain or is he a superhero? Think about that. Because really, the villain is Diddy. He's the, the ultimate villain in this whole story. That's what I'm saying. Super Fifth. That's what I'm saying. Super Fifth. I like that name. I could dig it. You know what I mean? I could dig it. And look how he set himself up, though. He might be a superhero. Look at it, though. All right, so now he done built his, you know, his his corporations, and you feel me? He's successful in the business world, but by night he he fighting villains, and then the villain in the book is Diddy. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Huh? Maybe. How we feel about that? But he don't got no like. He ain't dressed up in no cape and no shit like that. His his fight different. You feel me? He do all that. He come in the G unit tank top. <laughs> That's how he coming. Bulletproof. Yeah, all right. Yeah, he's bulletproof. Sam saying, see, see where I'm going with this. He got shot nine times, and that nigga still standing. Might be a little bit of a superhero. 
and he fighting villain, Diddy, namely. And I don't know, he, he you see how he kind of um threw Rick Ross up in there too. Cause when he popped that that documentary um information, that's why I wanted to pull it up. That's why. Be, you beat me to a dot, but now I remember why I was I was pulling it up. It was a point, a bigger point to all of that. <laughs> it was a bigger point. But thank you for bringing that right back. So not only did he say that that Diddy stuff, here we go, and I went right exactly to it. He threw the Rick Ross lines in there real quick. You ready? He said, uh, I, I can't say it. I'm I'm quoting rap lines. I'm not rapping it. I'm just saying what the lyrics say. Put Molly in all of her champagne. I mean, in, in, wait, uh, Molly all in her champagne, and she ain't even know it. I took her home and enjoyed that. And she ain't even know it. See how he threw Rick Ross in there real quick? Yeah. Oh, this is trippy. This is trippy. This is trippy. But I'm here for the shit show. I can promise you that. Definitely here for the shit show. Um, so we're gonna get into and then not only did he post the lyrics, he put the picture. Of Diddy and Rick Ross up there too. Fifty is a whole he he a superhero though. I'm convinced. I'm convinced. You feel me? I'm convinced. And Fifty and Rick Ross is his um arch nemesis, so to speak. You feel me? But don't listen to me. I'm just giving you another way to look at things. I don't know nothing. Anyway, y'all, so I'm about to get to my love in a second, but this is weird how all of this is coming out out of nowhere. But let me give um, some love to my peoples. Yeah, I'm getting ready to get to them. Ah, I love them. Anybody watching on YouTube or on Twitch or on Facebook, thank you. Hi, honey. Thanks. Now, these people I'm about to talk about, though, these people are my listening audience, and they love me, and I love them back. Are oh, you looking at the numbers? I upload, they listen. And so I love them very much, very, very much. So I'm going to give them all the love. Now, how did we get to, I'm going to put this on the screen, love notes. Well, I called it love. Doc said I had a stack of papers that looked like a composition notebook. <laughs> and... He called them show notes. And I'm like, no, it's love. And Doc like, nah, show notes. And so we came to the compromise that we now call them love notes. Little backstory so you know what's up, just in case you're new to this situation. Hi, Rock, honey. I didn't get the chance to address you either. I'm sorry, but I was having a deep, deep conversation, honey. I don't know if you was paying attention, but I saw you up ahead. Um, but, yeah. Me and Doc have an understanding, but let me get to these love notes. I want to take that off the screen real quick. Okay, okay. we good, we good, we good. First of all, thanks for all the love. I love you too. I love you. Shout out to my top six, the United States, the United Kingdom, India, France, Canada, Belgium, specifically Brussels. Man, I love y'all. You guys are great. They my top six. They be holding it down for you, girl. <laughs> Uh, big shout out to Russia, Indonesia, Japan, New Zealand, Australia, Turkey, Switzerland, Germany, 
Mexico, Austria, Philippines, and Kenya. Hi, baby, thanks. Um, Pakistan, Romania, South Africa, Nigeria, Brazil, Netherlands, Singapore, Spain, Japan, Ireland, and Nepal. I love you all. Thank you. I love y'all so much. I do, I do, I do. Raiders, Israel, Hong Kong, China, Poland, Tunisia, Venezuela, baby, um, Czech Republic, Portugal, and Morocco. I love you too, booze. Oh my gosh. I love it. 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 Oh, wait a minute, Doc. I'm about to put that up here real quick. Hold on. Give me a second. I had to get to my love. I love them peoples. They good peoples. Good peoples. They understand what's going on and what I'm saying. That's why they listen. Um, AU Big Purr. Al, AU Big Purr. <laughs> AU Big Purr. So, um, before we get into the other nitty gritty, let me turn that down real quick and put it back up in a minute. How do we feel about the interview yesterday, Doc? And maybe Rock, because I don't know if Rock watched or whoever was watching. How did y'all feel about the interview? Did you like it? Was it good? Would you like more interviews on the show? Well, I, I'm, I'm going to get ready to tell y'all. You're going to get ready to get another one, but it's not going to be until the top of 2024, the first week to be specific, of January. That'll be the next time I do an interview. We're going to bring the year in right. It's just what it is. Because I, I, my intent is to go back to doing those. I love doing interviews. They fine. <laughs> so Doc said, great, was entertaining, learned, um, learned a new artist. Awesome. See, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to spread the love. Spread the information, you feel me? Just share with everybody and everybody, you know, peace and unity and love and all that good stuff. Y'all know I'm the hip hop hippie. Don't with me. Just love. So, um, you know, bomb, you cool, dude. We got some things in the works too. You know, your girl never stop working. <laughs> but I talk to y'all when it's time for all that. Um, so. <clears throat> Anyway, I'm glad you enjoyed the interview. Um, that was cool. I'm glad you was here to watch the interview. And anybody else who watched the interview, I appreciate you. Thank you very much. Um, wait a minute. Doc said, did learn something new about Bomb. What? I did. I definitely learned a couple of things. And it's crazy. That sounds crazy. Because I actually have done business with him before. But this, you learn something new every day. You feel me? <laughs> you learn something new every day. And so yesterday was very informative because I learned some things that I did not know. And oh, yeah, I learned a few things. Oh, so you was asking me. Okay. Um, yeah, I definitely learned a few things that I did not know. But see, as when it comes to business, some things you just don't, you know what I mean? Everything I've ever done as far as bomb is concerned has always been business related. So some things I wouldn't know, you feel me? But I learned some things. I had a good time too. It's fine. We chopped it up. Uh, but yeah, you know, everything. I, so it's some things I wouldn't know because it's always been business. And even going back, like I said, to the first show that I did with him, I don't think journalistically I approached it the right way. I think this time around, I was able to accomplish a lot more on this interview. So, you know, yay. 
Um, but anyway, let me say the things that I, I must say. We were early tonight. I'm just bullshitting. Just trying to bullshit. First things first, though. I love y'all. Um, thank you uh, again to all the people who download this podcast. Um, that watch who are watching live right now. Shout out to you. Thank you very much. I appreciate you and all of that good stuff. Uh, you know, I it's appreciated. I love the love, and I love that um y'all love on me the way I love on y'all. So thanks. Nah, we ain't done yet. We got some things to say. We got some things to say. I told y'all, it's getting ready to get hot around this mother. Beep, beep, beep. But it's getting ready to get hot around here. I'm trying to tell y'all. There's some things going on. All right. So, also, what's today? Wednesday. Hmm. Perhaps, maybe, I might try to bang out um a thorough Thursday. I'm trying to figure out how to maneuver this situation. Because, unfortunately, right now, um, I'm kind of in a bind where I might have to do it live. And I've been thinking about, do I really want to be live five days a week? You know, five days a week. And <laughs> Jack said, not Mondays. I thought, yeah, you don't know where you was at, baby. I'm like, Monday? It's not Monday. It's Wednesday. Um. Maybe it threw it off a little bit because we did the interview yesterday, which would usually be the tap in. That might be it. Um, but yeah, so I've been having the battle of do I want to be live five days a week? And to be honest with you, I love y'all, but not really. I don't. So I'm trying to figure out my pre-recorded situation real quick. So that that can happen without me having to be live. I'm still going to be live four days a week. I just don't want to be live five days a week. And I don't think that's too much to ask. I don't. I think that's fair. You feel me? I should be able to, you know what I mean, not do five days a week. But we're going to see. We're going to see. You should pre-record Thursday's show and set the premiere on YouTube. I'm thinking, now I'm thinking what I'm really thinking, and I'm going to be honest with you, because they be on a best, okay? I, I like that idea, but not YouTube, and I'm going to get to that in a minute. Then you could just be in the chat. That's true. All right, I like that, but I was thinking, like, maybe I'll move Thorough Thursday over. Um, I don't want to do it that way, though, so it might have to be YouTube. Hmm. I'm thinking about one of the shows, Fire Friday specifically. Not just yet, but I'm thinking maybe Fire Fridays might move over to coffee. You feel me? But you'll be able to catch it on any tier. Like, even if you just, it's, it's free, all of that. But and then it's a cutoff time for y'all. I'm going to figure that out. I don't know. But, Doc, I like that, that car set right there, though. It's and out of here. I think that might work for me right there. Yeah, that sounds good. But anyway, um, because I don't, I do not want to be live five days a week. That's a lot. It's <laughs> a lot. So that's why I haven't really, you know, done the um whole 
thorough Thursday thing complete because I'm like, ah, we got might got mapped this out a little bit more, but it's coming. I just I, I'm still saying the same things, which is one thing. Yeah, it is a lot. It is. It's my job. So <laughs> it's my job. I'm supposed to do it. I don't don't get it twisted. I love what I do. You feel me? I love what I do, but I don't think I want to be live five days a week. Four is enough. Um, but in light of us make, having this epiphany about what it is that I'm not going to do, which is go live five days a week, I want you to know that I'm still looking for this, though. So I'm going to put this on. Yeah, we still doing that. Um, so that's the other thing. It helped kind of build that situation up. We want um do some things. We want to do some things. I just trying to find time. And you know what? This is the craziest time of the year because I want to do all these things. But the craziest time of the year for me because, you know, the holidays coming. I got a whole kid and she want everything. She deserves it, though. Uh, <laughs> so, like, Try and juggle the stuff I gotta do over there, and then you know what I mean. So, but I don't. I'm definitely not doing five days a week. But I'm gonna rearrange the situation. It's gonna look different, but I promise you. I promise you, before the great change, because I know sometimes sporadically with the visual graphics and stuff, I just be doing stuff. Y'all be like, "What this girl got going on? This a different setup. This a whole new platform. This is. I have to be meticulous about how I move about this." these little changes right here because you know it's a lot uh holidays with <laughs> yeah they will stretch you thin that i keep my sanity though like i'm gonna tell y'all a secret everybody ready my daughter presence is hiding in plain sight she don't even know them right <laughs> but she never pay attention to where they are because she just walks straight in here like ma what you feel me? That's how that go. But they've been sitting right there the whole time. She don't even know they're right there. You feel me? So, nah. I have a little fun like that. That's how I relieve really the stress. It's like the scavenger hunt. You remember when you was a kid and your parents um, 
was high and just from you and you was trying to sneak and see <laughs> what it was you got for Christmas. I know I ain't the only one. And I'm I'm honest about it. I told you I take accountability for everything I got going on. I know that I'm not the only one that did that because I definitely did that. You feel me? But yeah, so we chilling. It's gonna be a good, good holiday. They I'm fixing uh my back porch, so it's gonna be more. We can. Use, it's really gonna be a sun room, and um, we'll be able to use it even when it's snowing. I like that idea. Sounds great to me. You feel me? Uh, some things going on around here. You feel me? Tree up. It's looking nice and pretty, and it's smaller. I don't even like decorating for these little things, but I do always keep in mind that I do have a child and you feel me. I be wanting her to be happy. So it is what it is. Yeah, a little space, you know, a little expansion. You feel me? We already, the crazy part is I don't know. Well, the sun room, it was already a sun room, but the way it was set up, it wasn't. You couldn't really hang out there in the winter. And then I'm going to tell you all this too. And then I'm going to get to the things I need to get to. Them daggone um, lantern flies, they are my dreaded enemy. So now that we've getting the construction done on the um, the back porch, uh, they're not going to be able to eat my plants no more. My babies will be okay. And they can get all the sunlight they need. <laughs> I can be happy again. I can start growing tomatoes and all of that good stuff. And I don't worry, have to worry about those little fuckers coming and eating up all my crop. I'm just saying, I'm venting. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm getting, I'm, I got a little, I got a little green thumb on the low, y'all. Y'all not ready. Did, um, did stockings, did we get stockings? Um, yeah, well, we already had them. They already had, but they just like got our initials on them. You feel me? They like, novelty yeah we have some stockings i like to keep it festive for my kid as much as she wants me to one thing i'm glad is she's in her pre preteen stages so she don't want to do outside decorations which is awesome because i don't girl girl garden of cat like eating <laughs> doc really um yeah i got like i got a green thumb i like it's like I find so much peace in um growing plants. Like it's it's different. It's a different level. That's why I said I'm blaming it on the fruit, but it might really be my plants that I got in my window, which is causing these little gnats to fly around. I'm gonna um check that out. But yeah, I like I, I'm one to grow a thing or two. I'm trying to grow something else, but I ain't getting around to it yet, so but now that this room is getting ready to get finished, say last. It's over. Uh, anyway, so let's get to it. We got to say, first say, we got to say some things. We got to say some things. I'm telling y'all about my whole home and garden garden edition. Anyway, uh, <laughs> if you would like to come on the show, hit us up ambitiouslythepodcast at gmail.com, ambitiouslythepodcast at gmail.com. Um, you can call, hit us up for sponsorship, advertisement, freaking suggestions. You just want to say hi, whatever. 
We need to talk. Let's let's talk about it. I'm trying to let's talk about it. Uh, yeah. If I play a video, I have permission. I'm playing a video tonight. And last night's video, the person whose video it was was sitting in my chair, so I need permission for that most for the most part. You can always join the conversation. You can drop a comment. You can call in. You can text. The number is 443-850-4828. 443-850-4828. Or you can ask me to drop the link. Just be on your best behavior. Like, seriously. Uh, I don't want to have to lay you out. Um, like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. We need all the likes, all the shares, and all of that good stuff. Check out the website, www.ambitiouslyentertainment.com, www.ambitiouslyentertainment.com. Join our coffee, coffee.com slash ambitiously ENT, baby. It's ambitious. Anything I do says, for the most part, ambitiously ENT. You can look that up right now. You can Google it, and it's going to come up ambitiously ENT, which is ambitiously entertainment, of course. Um, I hate to put the cash up, up here, but I'm going to put it up there anyway because, yeah, um, this has been up on the screen the whole night. But Doc is covering it, so it doesn't matter anyway. Uh, big shout out to my DJ. Go DJ, because that's my DJ. He... Uh, I ain't gonna lie, he holding it down right now because he's going through some things and he trying and he still safely get in there and put that mix together. So yeah, big shout out to my DJ. And don't forget to let us know how, um, how you feel about the mixes or interviews or shows or whatever. We we like to hear feedback so we can know how to fix it. Fix it, Lloyd. Um, so we worldwide and. Super 50 saving the universe. Yes, he is. He's a superhero. <laughs> He's a superhero. Yes, he is. Top like catch the, the info um about these wild industry problems. Man, it's crazy out here. You gotta watch your back out here, man. And I'm just the ladies, fellas. Y'all gotta watch our back too. We talk about dirty. Anyway, um. Yeah, let's get to this this part, though. First things first, mind your business. Everybody's business is not your business. It's up on Media Mondays. Come here, I'll tell you people's business because that's what I do. It's not what you do. That's what I do. Um, Sometimes I'm going to tap in some, some business seep out. And then Wet and White Wednesdays, I'm telling all the business on a Wet and White Wednesday. I ain't even going to lie. We wired. You feel me? We're going to talk about it on the Wet and Wyatt Wednesdays. And then I'm going to get this thorough Thursday thing together, but um, I'm just putting it together. But I like Doc's idea. I think that's what we're going to do. I think we're going to run with that. Um, and um, then coming on Fire Fridays for right now, catch, you know, the heat while it's free. You did? I don't know. I don't know how I'm, you know what I mean? Put that together, but we're going to put that together. Um, and that's that. But other than that, mind your business. Everybody's business is not your damn business. Mind your damn business. Um, remember to love your babies, hug your babies, encourage your babies, tell them they're great, that they are the greatest of all times. The GOAT, you see it on the screen right there. Doc already put it up. It's simple. You do that, mm, they're going to turn out some pretty damn decent good kids. You feel me? It's your job. Don't be an idiot. It's your job to do all of that. You are the first line of everything. 
So do that. You know what I mean? Show them love. They want to work for NASA and tell them to be the best astronaut, engineer, receptionist, janitor, secretary, whatever the hell else they do over there at NASA. I don't work there, but it's definitely they definitely do work with space. Um, if they want to work for NASCAR, tell them to be the best pit boss, NASCAR driver, commentator, or whatever the hell else they do over there at NASCAR. I don't know. I don't even watch NASCAR. But it makes sense. If that's what they want to do, then you encourage them to be the best at whatever they're doing and always let them know that they are the greatest of all times. Stay in your lane. I promise you it's safer that way because you jump in my lane, you getting higher. And she not nice. I keep trying to tell y'all she... I don't want to say she fit a level 50, 50 cent level, but she, she can get there if you wanted to. Don't play with her. Um, you don't want her. You want her. She's nice, sweet, kind, and cuddly and all that good stuff. I hate that I'm doing this. Um, but nice, sweet, kind. Let me give you her one more time. She's nice, sweet, kind, and cuddly and all that good stuff. You want... <gasps> Yo! Why? I forgot I turned that down. Now y'all ain't even hear that. You feel me? That's messed up. But... <laughs> That's messed up. All right. Well... You, you know, you don't, you already know. If you watch the show, you already know what the first one sound like. But let me give you this one. Hold on. Hold on. Let me get this right real quick. Gotta stop and reset. That's my style. I mean, you hear me, but you ain't hear my little sound effects. I don't like that for us. I don't like that for us. All right. So, we're going to do this real quick. Yeah, you want her. She's nice, sweet, kind, and cuddly. Yeah, thank you, Doc, for telling me. He said no sound. I was just typing that. Thank you. I just looked down and I'm like, whoa, what? it's all because remember, I did hit the AU big power and the power, and then I turned the sound down so that we could continue our conversation. But I know what happened. It just, I looked over and I was like, oh, wait a minute. Y'all don't even hear my love. Y'all don't hear the meow. Y'all don't hear the meow. But now, with that being said, now that we fixed that problem, yeah, you want her or you want her. Wait a minute. This is ridiculous. We got stuff that's happening right now that shouldn't be happening. We got a lot of bump. But you want a you big part. You want the first or the second the, the first or the uh, second or the third and not the first because she evil as hell. And she I don't know what is going on with this little sound word today. But anyway, you don't want you don't want. You don't want AU Big Purr, baby. AU Big Purr. Other stuff I got work on. I told y'all I'm a one woman show over here. I'm, I, I, I can't spread myself then to be doing a live stream on a um, five-day schedule. I can't. But anyway. Yeah, the soundboard tripping right now. I don't know what's going on with it. But I ain't going to do that. Let me shut up because... This is some state of our, state of the art equipment right here, and I ain't gonna do boo like that because I done had it for a couple years now, and I don't want to have to go to the little one, even though I do have a little one, and it's equally <laughs> equally as good. I just like my big one; it's cute and it's shiny, and it's buttons and stuff. <laughs> I don't get it twisted. I know how to work it, but it's stuff, and I like it. I like it better than my little one, but my little one has buttons and stuff. My little one is more for traveling, but whatever. All right, so let's get to... 
the nitty gritty of things. But um, the last thing that I need to say is this. So, oh, no, what I was going to say is this. What usually happens when you cross into other people's lanes is a collision. And who the fuck needs that? Nobody. So just stay in your fucking lane and everything will be good. The world will be good. Um, and last but not least, pick and choose your battles wisely. Every battle is not a battle for you to fight. The battle is not always yours. So sometimes you just gotta say fuck that shit and, and worry about the war because there's always a war going on outside. You feel me? Um, he said, oh, you like the big one. <laughs> I do love the big one. The big one is great. The little one is awesome, but the big one is great. Um, but anyway, worry about the war. Don't worry about the battle. Bob, do tell y'all all the time it is a war going on outside. And obviously, it's a war going on within this music industry, and we're not even paying attention to it. Oh, well, now we are, but we weren't at first. Um, but anyway, and that's that. I love y'all. Thanks for the the audience keeping me company and stuff. Y'all gotta be careful out here. Watch your backs. Doc, thank you, honey. Love you. Rock, thank you, honey. Love you too. Um, and anybody else watching, thank you. But um, yeah, watch your back, stay out of trouble. Don't um Pharaoh, <laughs> what's his name? Jay Pharaoh told him, don't go to the Diddy parties, don't go to the Diddy mansion, and everybody be safe. <laughs> I see y'all on Friday for Fire Friday. <laughs>